Hey, I'm Max. And I'm Cade. Hey, Cade. I heard you just spilt a bunch of wine all over your favorite shirts. Well, Max, I am quite the oaf when it comes to drinking. I tried to hold my pinky up and things didn't turn out the way I had anticipated. But uh, I went online, got some new shirts at onceuponatea.net. And for those of you who do not know what onceuponatea.net is, uh, Once Upon a Tea offers you the chance to support artists and their designs on things such as men's and women's apparel, posters, blankets, tote bags, coasters, and a whole lot more. Every week they offer brand new designs inspired by movies, TV shows, video games, and more. They're giving us the chance to save you, the listener, 10% while shopping at onceuponatea.net by entering promo code RAGCHU at checkout. That's promo code RAGCHU for 10% off. Support independent artists and, of course, the podcasts by shopping at onceuponatea.net. Now, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Rag Chew. And if you are as curious as a kitty cat as I am, make sure to go follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Rag Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and I had an hourglass figure, but then the sand shifted. <laughs> hey, I'm Cade, and the oldest your mom joke was discovered on a 3,500-year-old Babylonian tablet. It was discovered in Iraq in 1976. However, since the tablet has been lost, the text remains preserved. The original joke goes like this. Of your mother is the one who has intercourse with her. I'm really glad things have evolved since then. Because <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't, I don't understand the joke. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> that, that's the loose translation, I suppose. Is of, it, uh, does it mean like you have intercourse with your mother? Or? I, I think that that, I think there may have been words lost in the translation and I have to ha- I have to imagine that it was basically a joke about you having sex with your mother is the, is the, that, that's what I, that's what I gathered. But like I said, based off the way it's written there, really glad things have gotten a little bit better <laughs> since then. Imagine when uh, Fez was doing the Your Mama show and uh, somebody comes out and basically <laughs> reads that original joke, how, uh, how well that'd probably go across. I think well you just would have heard crickets in the audience and that's about it, you know, and that's the, yeah. absolutely it. Nothing else. Cash money. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't remember that show, and I say Fez because it was the fellow who played Fez on uh, that 70s show. That what is his name? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. He'll always be Fez to me. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I hear the name it's consistently. Like, uh, I, I can I it's like uh uh Wilmer Wilmer something. Yes, yeah, Wilmer yeah. Sanchez? No, no, here, hold on. Uh Wilmer Valderrama. I was way off. Notable Who alias is? that the foreign kid and the foreigner. That's <laughs> that's uh, that's just his notable alias from that 70s show. I have to imagine that's probably what he's best known uh for outside of some of the folks out there who watched a few episodes of Yo Mama, but um, you know, I, I'm not I, sure what he's up to these days. I'm going to be completely honest. I went to look up Wilmer Sanchez and, uh, cause I was like, oh, that name sounds so familiar to me. It's just a doctor in the middle of Puerto Rico. So, um, don't know why Sanchez went through my head and <laughs> I apologize, God. uh, to, uh, Wilmer Sanchez for listening, but congratulations. You just got some healthy advertising. Uh, for your doctor's practice. So if anybody's in Puerto Rico, go check it out. I guess. He's probably got some like old dirty shed 
and uh, a bunch of rusty tools. So maybe do your research before you go see it. <laughs> this is not an actual advertisement. So uh, anyone who is in Puerto Rico, I don't know, don't go to him or do. It's your choice. But uh, that not sanctioned. Just saying he just might be an interesting guy. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I, I, I'm curious what kind of practices. <laughs> I don't know. All I saw was Dr. Wilmer Sanchez. And that's about it. I mean, I know there's different abbreviations for different, uh, I guess, practices or whatever, isn't there? There's like yeah. MD, but then is there something? Obviously, MD is doc, medical doctor, but isn't there something for like medicinal doctor? I don't know. But isn't there different abbreviations for like different types of doctors? Um... I don't know well enough to know. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I want to say I. yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty useless when it comes to that, I suppose. Because I thought it was like, I don't know, it, like if a doctor specializes in, I don't know, neurology or something, it's MD, I don't know, like I'm going to go MU or something. I don't, you know what I mean? I swear there's something, but because like a GI, I don't know, gastrointestinal. Gastro, yeah, I mean, yeah, Maybe. I guess. Yeah, no, I, that's probably right. I mean, I, I can't confirm nor deny. I can tell you what, if there's any medical professionals listening to the show, please feel free to uh, visit our Facebook or Twitter and uh, tell us they were idiots and exactly how. <laughs> tell us you're completely wrong. It's just MD. Get out of here, you bunch yeah, of idiots. Yeah. yeah, it's just MD. You guys are so stupid. You bunch of noobs. Well, they have like, uh, they have like, um, like RNs, like registered nurse. They have nurse practitioners. And then they have like, they have several different for nurses so i have to imagine it means different stuff for doctors too i i don't know this is just me guessing <laughs> this Anyways. is a shot in the dark here everyone good luck uh yeah <laughs> this is uh started off on a very it went from like really educational about jokes to like now all of a sudden we're like excuse me we're like uh yeah what the hell does this <laughs> <laughs> we're we seem really intelligent for maybe the five minutes on something that we do know of and then the rest of it is oh, what's going on guys <laughs> yeah yeah basically, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah anyways so, uh how you doing sir pretty good man pretty good it's been uh i mean it was it was rather for me i mean it's a good thing i guess uneventful week but labor day was just around so that was really cool i got to have a three-day weekend which was always uh enjoyable so I was able to, let's see, uh, Sunday ended up going swimming, hung out by the pool, worked on my uh, sexy pool body hey, and uh, that kind of stuff. But otherwise, that's about it, man. And that's exactly what I do. And the best part was, is I, I was saying my wife and I on Monday for Labor Day, I said, we maybe got off the couch maybe four times in total the entire day. And it was just to grab something out of the fridge. I mean, we were literally, I think... The couch was more active than we were all day ah. from how much we were getting up and down from it. And that's about it. Or like shifting around cushions. So, I mean, that was exactly how I needed that weekend to be. It was just nice to relax. What about you, man? What was your week like? Tell me. Busy, man. Busy. I mean, I, I swear, uh, you know, listen, it's uh, um, uh, it's very fulfilling. Everything that's going on. Denver's doing great. Um Work's been is there's plenty of job security. Let me tell you in, in what I do uh, right now. And uh, but man, I, I I can't. I feel like I cannot find enough time to even do the simplest of tasks these days. Like uh, I, I've never ever in my life been one to slack on uh, my around the house chores when it comes to like mowing the yard 
and uh, and cleaning the pool and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, I can't. I ha- I just struggle to find the time, and uh, it does not help. Then I'm like, okay, I got the time today. I'm going to be able to get home and try to take care of some of these things. And then every day, like clockwork at three thirty, it's been uh, it's been raining like you can't even begin to imagine. So uh, that's kind of taking that out and. And so, uh, I, you know, man, everything just feels like a blur these days, <laughs> but, but overall it's going good. It's just one of those things. And, uh, as, as time goes on, I expect those things, uh, to get a little bit better, but man, what I wouldn't do for an extra day off right now, I'm telling you, like, uh, some of these other countries, I had a conversation with, um, someone at work and, uh, we were talking about. There's there's other countries out there. I was reading about. Uh, I think Norway, if I'm not mistaken, is one of them where they do uh, they do. And some companies in America have experimented with this, where they basically they work 32 hours, they do four days, and they have three days off, but they're still compensated like they work 40 hours, um, essentially. And uh, they did studies on like the levels of pro- uh, productivity and uh, a lot of like productivity went up by like a sustain, like substantial amount uh, because people were able to get more rest and spend time doing, you know, things that they enjoy as well. But then they still got their four fulfilling days of, uh, you know, whatever it is they do, you know, whether you're the mailroom clerk or a cashier or, a, a, you know, a computer guy like myself or marketing like Max and, and uh, it all, it just, you know, it, they're still getting their thing. And I'm like, man, what I would not do for a situation like that right now. And, you know, and the 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 fellow work you was know, trying to tell me, uh, well, there's things you have to give up. Like, you know, when you do things like that, you know, you you pay a little bit more and and tax and then everything closes it, you know, at five and stuff's not open on the weekends. And I was like, I'm not gonna lie, dude, I don't really care. Like <laughs> that kind of thing doesn't bother me at all. Like I would way rather just be able to get more time. It just it's the. Uh, it's a damn shame that I feel like we have this mentality of, you know, work yourself to death for 40 years before you can actually enjoy yourself. And then, uh, you know, and then you can only really enjoy certain things. And, uh, wow, I just wish that was so different. And uh, I guess the moral of the story is uh, just like everybody probably does. Just wish I had more time. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree. So I'll say, though, I'd be fully willing to work. 40 hours, four days a week, like 100%. I'd be willing to work four tens. Oh yeah. Which is not, it's not bad. Like I did it. I did it for a period when I worked for a different company and, uh, it's nice. It's nice in that you've got your three extra days, but you lose any time you were going to do anything during the week. Like it's just not going to happen. Like by the time you're, by the time you're done, you got to get some sort of rest before you got to wake up and do it again. And, uh, that's the only bad part. Uh, but having the additional day, I swear to God, it makes it just an enormous difference. Oh, it makes a massive difference. When I was able to do that at one point, it was the greatest thing in the entire world because it's exactly what you said. Sure, I will say I was more tired by the end of the week just because it, precisely what you said is because you work, you know, 10 hours by the time you get home and everything else, by the time you've hit your head on the bed at, you know, 10 o'clock, you're back in at, eight o'clock in the morning and you got to do it all over again. So I will say that's the one thing that makes it a little tough, but otherwise I'd 100% do it. Cause you catch up anyhow on that third day. And I always said with the third, third day off, the best part was you could easily 
do one day to get stuff done, the next day to kind of relax, and then maybe one an- another day to get stuff done. And you always feel like you have enough time for everything. It's exactly absolutely. what you said. You have yeah, enough absolutely. time to do your hobbies, um, to do whatever you need to around your house, that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know. I'm with you. If I had the opportunity to be able to do something like that again, I 100% would. 100%. Totally. Yeah, totally. We, we've been pushing for it in our department for quite some time. And uh, it's it's a benefit they give to people who work at night as like a, hey, you work at night, let, you know, let's give you three days. And, uh, you know, we've been arguing like, hey, why not do it, you know, just for everybody? Because they're like, oh, well, these people work at night. So we give them that benefit. And it's like, well, I got a great benefit for them for working at night. Congratulations. You have a job. Uh, <laughs> but you That's know, the same answer you'd give me. So, yeah, basically. <laughs> so uh, that I mean, that argument's only been so so. So they thought about it. They tried to push it through. And then there was a fellow who, uh, you know, was basically just being like, a, you know, he was being a turd about it. And uh <laughs> You know, was threatening a bunch of stuff because the main reason he went to go, I guess, work nights is because he wanted that kind of uh, shift. And if it came to the days, then he was going to like stir, stir up a bunch of, you know, stuff because he that's why he went to night. So he's, and he was going to want to come back to days. <laughs> Excuse me. And so uh, they couldn't make that happen for us at the time. But to, he's not with us anymore um, due to his own stupidity. So, uh, so the problem's been eliminated. So, yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute, we should revisit this. You know? I think <laughs> we should vote this in again. I'll fight. Why should talk again at this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So anyways, I, I do agree, though. I, I would just I, I'd, I'd be happy to do that again to get the additional day. It would just be uh, it'd be tremendous. And it's just an additional day like that. You know, even if I can save somebody else some trouble by like, like I'll give you an example, like on Tuesdays right now. So if we did get an additional day, I got Sunday, Monday off now, I get Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And uh, if, if I can save the trouble of, you know, one set of grandparents not having to watch Denver and I get an extra day with him, that's fantastic, man. I think that would be great. So uh, I don't know. There's lots of benefits. I, and, and to me, I think the benefits outweigh the the poo-poo part of it, but it is what it is. It's just a pot of life, the MX way. Okay! Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> you have to. You have to. You have to. That. But anyways, enough of my ramblings, I suppose. Hey, uh, listen, this show is all about ramblings, kid. Please continue. <laughs> it's true. I was contacted. I assume you had a conversation with the Nail Fairy. I was contracted uh, by the Nail Fairy this week. Oh, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. What happened? I gotta ask. Oh, it was it was fine. It was fine. Uh, she's a great person. Despite the conversation we had last week. I, I, I'm honestly one of my favorite people, but... Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I got a good giggle. It was just one of those, like, give you a little bit of a hard time kind of deals before, uh, you know, easing up a little bit. But I was like, well, you know, it's one of those things. But well, it was a good story anyway. Careful. The nail fairy might strike you. Dude, so. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I got to be I got to really watch. Keep a like, Hawkeye out there, Cade. It's, it's going to be like a nail gun shot from a distance as I drive by. You know? <laughs> Scoping everything on the nail gun, you know, shooting from from the third story building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Uh, good shot. That would be. I, I'm picturing like, uh, you know, some Call of Duty type shots. That's there. what I'm thinking, man. Quick scope or something, you know, or a 360 no scope, you know. I yeah. can see it. I, I mean, see why it. not? I mean, why not? Why? 
So I got to ask, Cade, you brought up uh, Denver and well, we haven't had everyone's favorite segment. Denver Watch 2020. What's going on? Well, uh, he's doing great, man. Um, let's see, what's new? He's going to be three months old uh, this coming week, which is insane to think about. He's uh, he's awake a lot more. He's starting to giggle. He smiles a lot. Um, he takes uh, massive poops. Um, <laughs> Just like his old pops. Yeah, you know it, man. You know it. He's He's... He's still uh, he's still breastfed. Not not when I say breastfed, I mean not breastfed, but breast milk because we uh, Patty uh, pumps it into bottles so that I can uh, I can help. So he's down to sleeping. Or he usually wakes up only once during the night. He made it all the way through the night once so far. Wow! Absolutely incredible. He uh, we put him down. We try to make his bedtime seven every day, and uh, he uh, he made it to five. Um, just this 5 a.m. 5 a.m. from 7 to 5 without was that the up. greatest night of your life? It was the greatest. Like I, I woke up with concern because like, <laughs> normally, you know, Patty and I got a deal where basically if it's before 2 a.m., uh, she gets up. If it's after 2, I get up and feed him because then I just stay up. My alarm goes off at 430 anyways to go to work. And uh, so I woke up at like. 3.30 and normally I'll hear her when she gets up and I hadn't heard nothing. I was like, man, I know I was tired, but I don't know. So I lifted my head up and looked over at the monitor and she, uh, she kind of looked at me. She like woke up and, and looked over and I was like, have you gotten up? And, uh, <laughs> she said, no, I haven't. And I, you know what I'm really thankful for is if we didn't have this, I would have genuinely been concerned, but we have this neat monitor that goes on his foot they like monitors his oxygen levels oh, uh, that's like his, cool. his blood oxygen level and his heartbeat yeah it's it's way cool man it's stuff that uh you know i'm sure there's certain folks out there would be like well we didn't have that when you guys were you know <laughs> we just like, had to stick our finger under your nose and see yeah, if you're breathing basically and listen <laughs> i can't imagine that like I, i'm just thankful for modern innovation i really am i'm a big you know, always been into technology, but I'm so thankful for that because they able to pull it up on my phone. My heartbeat normal, blood oxygen is normal. I'm like, well, I guess he's still sleeping. So we went back to sleep, and uh, just a little after five, he started stirring. I was like, I couldn't, could not believe it, man. I, I was, I was in shock, but I was so proud at the same time. I just, I went to go get him out of his crib. I just gave a big old hug. I was like, that's my boy. <laughs> You're my boy about. Blue. You're my boy Blue. Dang, yeah, man. It was cool, man. He's doing great though. Watching him do new things every day, and uh, you know, getting a little boy. When I get the giggles, man, it's just it's like sugar straight to the brain, like a sugar high. It's just the coolest thing uh, when stuff like that happens. And uh, and uh, man, I just I just enjoy it. But he's doing good, man. He's doing he's doing real good. Doing his little baby thing. You know, I, the one thing I will always say is I. <laughs> I wish I could go back. I, I remember complaining about being a kid. You know, you always sit there and you complain about like, oh, my life is so hard. You know, you think as like an eight year old or even as a teenager, you're like, my life is so hard. I always have to do homework. This is so stupid. I have to do this, this and this. But in all reality, if I could go back and and be a kid again with that little responsibility that I had, I would do it in a heartbeat, man. 
in a oh, heartbeat. For sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no doubt, dude. I mean, it's one of those I, I miss. Uh, I miss a lot. You know, it's what I like. I really miss it. And it's and I agree with you in the avenue. It's like you always said, oh, when I get older, I can do this. When I get older, I can do it. Like I remember being a kid and uh, me and a buddy of mine, excuse me, who lived in the neighborhood. We used to go fishing at, you know, one of the little lakes there or whatever. At, uh, retention pond, I guess you could call it. And um, my dad, you know, when he could, usually on like Sunday mornings, not every Sunday morning, but some Sunday mornings, he'd uh, take us to the pier. That's when I lived in Jacksonville. And uh, we'd go fish at the pier. And I, I remember saying to my buddy all the time, I was like, yeah, when we get older and we can drive, we can take ourselves to the pier every day. And, uh, boy, man, I, I you just don't really um, think about, like, the little things, I guess. I don't know, man. I miss I miss going to the field and playing football with my friends. I miss, you know, out in the cul-de-sac playing tag. I miss, uh, even though I got in trouble for this, I miss, like, we used to, we did this thing called ghost bikes where we would uh, basically get some speed and run our bikes at each other and then, like, watch them smash. Oh, and then jump off of it at the last second? No, no, not even, like, on it. Like, you just hold on to the seat and the handlebars and get get a little bit of speed running and then just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> like, running at each other and... Uh, and so, they would bike just, jousting, you know, but yeah, no it, humans. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah, essentially. And, and it was... Uh, we came up with, like, a scoring thing. Like, oh, this one went higher and this one, this one got... You know, junked up, dude. It was, and uh, and then my my parents saw me one day doing it, and uh, needless to say, I got my ass whipped. But <laughs> it was a fun time. You weren't able to talk yourself out of that one by saying like, "Daddy, why do you whip me? Do I whip you for good grades?" That's just one of my favorite oh, stories. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, couldn't talk myself out of that one. I already know. I already knew I was doing wrong. I just did it anyways because it was fun. And, uh, you know, what kid out there doesn't like, I mean, not to a severe degree, but sometimes, you know, when you're a kid, you sometimes do things, you know, you're not supposed to do because, you know, it's because, you know, it's fun. Right. Yes. Or, you know, you're going to get a reaction out of it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, still to this day, I, I, you know, sometimes I, I make jokes and stuff because I know I'm going to get a reaction out of it when maybe it's not the right time (laughs) and stuff (laughs) like that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's. Yeah, dude. I overall, yeah, I agree. I, I do miss. I miss a lot of things about it, man. I miss summers at my grandparents, uh, and I miss them immensely. And and uh, just a lot of things you don't think about. Um, you don't think about it. And you know, I've seen this meme. It's circled around before quite a few times, and I'm sure you've probably seen it too. But every time I see it, I'm like, damn, you know. But uh, when I was a kid in the neighborhood, you know, the big electrical boxes in people's yards. Like, oh, uh, yeah, it, the, like ever, the, the popular meet out meetup spot. Yeah. Yep. You, you'd sit on it and BS and do whatever. And, and my neighbors had a big one in their yard. And so, you know, we just we we chill. It's like, hey, let's go to the box. That's what we call it. We'll go to the box. It's not like we were going very far. But, uh, you know, the meme basically had a picture of the box and it was like, uh, you guys got together here, you know, for the last time and didn't realize it was the last time. And I was like, damn, you know, I know it hits you, man. I know. Yeah. I, I look back. And think of of just, one, all the stupid stuff that I used to do as well. I mean, I remember going off ramps in the middle of the road, like like ramps that you would build out of, like, stuff that you found in your garage, you know, and go off it on your bike and nearly die every single time because it was never really held together that well. 
but we used to do that. I mean, it was it was a blast, man. And I think a lot of it comes down to the simplicity. You look back and it's the simplicity that you're like, wow, how, how nice would it be to just be able to get home and immediately just go outside and go hang out? Yeah, I don't know. It's and, and, and I think about you made friends with your neighbors, everything else, and you went and played with them and you hung out. And it was I don't know. Times were times were simpler. And I think every generation has that where they say, well, t- things were so much easier back then. And it's no matter what, it's always going to look simpler. But I think in general, it's just that simplicity of your childhood after using the word simple. 30 times, but it's the simplicity of your childhood. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a blast. It was so much fun, man. I, 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 I look back and I remember putting like cards inside of my bike and I thought it was super cool. Cause it'd be super loud because I like stuck a ca- card that went inside of the spokes or whatever. Oh, I remember yeah, putting dude. those, uh, those, what, what were they? Those like bead things that went under the spokes as well. So they like turned on them or whatever. Whenever it turned, it was like cool colors or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or they drop and make noises. And I remember thinking like I was so cool because I had those on there. (laughs) Coolest of the cool, man. Yeah. I remember my first bike had a horn on it. And I was like, oh, yeah, check me out. What's up, ladies? Check out the (laughs) horn. Honk, honk. (laughs) Dude, I remember those. How great is that? It was like Pimp My Ride, but, you know, child edition, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yo, man, we heard you like horns, so we put horns in your horns. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought, put the horn on your bike. It sounds like a clown horn, but don't worry, man. It's <laughs> sick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> all the ladies come running. Rather. That's right, man. That's that's how you got the ladies. It was how cool of a bike do you have? And then I remember I was I, I think I mentioned this in the past podcast, but I remember talking on the phone like for four or five hours on the house phone to people. And it wasn't even like we've talked about stuff. And I remember mentioning this in another podcast, but it's just I had all this time to do absolutely nothing and half the time we wouldn't even talk it was like oh we'd listen to music while on the phone together or something and be like oh this song is so cool but you know it's just man good times good times on the house phone that's that's something that like i feel like is gonna go uh (laughs) i feel like that's something that's a lot of people are uh you know especially like the the younger generation now will never really get yeah. And it's, and I don't ever want to be one of those people where it's like, oh, man, you guys got it good. Like, you don't even know what dial up is. America Online, bitch. You, know, like, <laughs> you got eight hours for free from this CD. Yeah. Every time you check out a Publix, it'd be like, here's a CD, man. Here's 24 more hours. Enjoy, <laughs> you know, or some crap. It was like it actually it was it was much more than that. It was like 250 or something. Nuts yeah, 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 yeah. Thing like that. But like um, talking on the house phone, like, yeah, uh, you know, I remember. Uh, we used to get in trouble for like doing doing like the three way call on the house. Oh phone. yeah, because you got extra charges for it, right? Well, that and it blocked up your other line. So if you had a call yeah. coming in, like they would just get a busy signal. They couldn't even get through. As opposed to like if somebody called when you're just on the regular one, it would pop up on the little digital thing and say, "Oh, this number's calling," you know, or or whatever it is. And uh, yeah, if you did the the, the three way call there, uh, you couldn't do that. And so I got in trouble more than once. Uh, because well, my sister probably did more than I did, but like my parents would be like, yeah, we're expecting a call. And he'd be like, oh, I got to go call my, my friends. And ironically enough, like I never called my guy friends and did this. Like I had a couple friends that were girls, not girlfriends, but it'd be like, oh, let me call them. 
And, uh, you know, we'll talk about, you know, I don't know, whatever, you know. I know. What did we talk about? That's I, I, I don't even know. Like, that's the thing. So I'm trying to think about, like, what was so important that, like, the people I went to school with, I had to call at 8 p.m. at night and be like, hey, guess what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. But. It's so true. It's so true. I know we used. I used to do three way calls. Then my mom started getting really mad at me because it would charge extra. But do you remember when there was? If you had another phone, like I remember at one point my mom had like another phone or whatever inside of her room, or we had like the cordless phone, and you could pick up the other phone and listen to the entire conversation while you're sitting on it. But then you could hear if someone else was on it because like the sound would sound different and you were like, <gasps> someone else is on the phone and you'd freak out, you know, cause they're listening in on your conversation. That's right. something that can't happen anymore at all. No, no. Yeah. They'd pick it up and, and listen. I, I, several times I remember trying to spy on my sisters or whatever <laughs> on the phone, like picking up the phone and being like, like you try to do a real slow. Yeah. Yep. And then yep. hold your hand over the talk thing. So yep. it was as muted as possible. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Crazy. That and I thought about, it was interesting. I saw this, um, video that was circulating on Facebook about this guy who, you, you know, the hand signal for a phone, right? Where you yeah. put your pointer finger, your middle finger and your ring finger down and you just have the pinky and thumb sticking up and that's what's supposed to look like a phone. Yeah. Well, How many people out there like just did that? Cause I did <laughs> I so every time I say phone, uh, it's I have to do it. But it's so interesting because he was showing he was talking about his kids and he was like, how do you how would you pick up a phone if you don't have a phone? Like, how would you do it? And they opened their hand and showed a palm and put it up to their ear. And he was like, no, that's not how that, that's not how it works. Like the international sign of, hey, you have a phone call is, you know, is that is right, that hand right, signal. Right. And so they're, the kids. The first thing his kids asked was, why do you do it that way? That's not what phones look like. And I, I don't know. That blew my mind because I thought, wow, I guess for this generation. Yeah, they, they don't, don't realize. Yeah, they don't realize the phones obviously were on a cord and that's what they were shaped like. They were shaped, I, I guess, kind of slanted and stuff to fit around your ear and your nose. Like just blew my mind, blew my yeah. mind. It's it's crazy to uh, it's crazy to think about like there's videos on YouTube and I, I watched a couple, but they they honestly they just piss me off of like showing like, um, you know, today's like 14 and 15 year olds like, you know, 90s, early 2000s technology and uh, like their reaction and asking what it was and stuff. And I watched like a few of them and I'm like. Nah, this is just gonna get me heated. So <laughs> be like, you bunch of idiots! Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's just like I feel like it was like the way they were like talking and and uh, and acting about it that probably pissed me off even more as opposed to just like, well, I genuinely don't know what that is. And you're like, what is that? A banana? You know? Like, <laughs> we were like, ha 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 ha. Ah, no, it's a phone, you idiot. You're hilarious. You're hilarious. <laughs> You bunch of Gen Zers. Yeah, you bunch of Tide Pod eaters. <laughs> Tide Pod eaters. It's facts. You facts. know, I, I heard an interesting fact today on the radio that I thought was quite interesting. Was you know, in in honor, so we're recording this on 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 nine eleven, and it was interesting to hear this fact that there are people who are currently serving in the military who were never born to see nine eleven. And the only time that they learned about it was in history books or in on TV. That just blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It really is kind of crazy. It really is kind of crazy is uh, there are people who were not. 
I don't know. Like, I feel like I still feel like I'm not that old. Like, I'm 28. Um, and uh, it's hard for me to imagine there <laughs> there were people that like. And I remember I was thinking about this today because everybody always talks about, oh, where were you, man? Like, you'll never forget where you were. And um, I feel like I was like a little like like a little shithead, you know, <laughs> like at the time, like I was in school. And, uh, I was, uh, I don't remember what grade, but like we had just got in our orders from like the scholastic book fair. And I had got this like Dragon Ball Z, like how to, how to draw Dragon Ball Z book. (laughs) And I was so into that that like, you know, like our teacher had the stuff on everybody was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's whatever, man. I'm just drawing Dragon Ball Z right now. (laughs) And, uh. You know, like in retrospect, I'm like, I clearly did not grasp the severity yeah. of the situation. You yep. know, and, what grade uh, were you in? Do you remember? Uh, if it was if it was 2001, it was I'm try, fourth grade, I think. I can remember my teacher's face, and I okay. think it was fourth grade. And uh, I mean, when you're that young, though, you don't. This sounds weird, but you're so in your own world, right? It, what the only thing that matters is you and what's around, like the small things that involve you. It's not like when you become an adult, where guess what your your life now revolves around your wife and your kid and whatever else, and you have a lot more things to worry about. And like you said, I don't think as a kid you can grasp that. I mean, I'll say I was in first grade, and I look back and I don't think I even knew what was happening up until that night. I mean, I was in first grade, so I was like six years old, but I, I didn't know until someone explained it to me, you know, and, and we saw so our, our uh, classroom was, it was four classrooms that were kind of in a square, I guess is the best way to talk about it. And then they all kind of met in this middle area. And so obviously they were all divided by walls and that kind of stuff. But it was basically one giant square chopped into four different squares, into fourths. And mm-hmm. then in the middle of all of these was what they called the pod room, which was where um, kind of all of the classrooms met up in the middle. And the teachers would have meetings in there. They'd pull kids in there for different stuff. And I remember specifically my teacher going into the room with the other teachers and them talking and that kind of stuff. And then she came back out and I don't think she really told us what was going on. I remember the school going in lockdown, but that's all I really remember. We, we didn't hear about the situation. Obviously, as first graders, you don't want to turn that on and panic a bunch of first graders. But we and I remember kids getting pulled out of class, like, you know, a bunch of parents were picking up their kids, everything else. And um, it's interesting hearing it from my my mom's perspective is she she called my dad and she was like, hey, you know, do we pick up the kids? Like, what do we do? And she thought, no, the safest place for them to be would be a school, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. It just it. It's exactly what you said. I didn't grasp this situation till later till it was fully explained to me what was going on and what happened because I, I was in my own world. I was in my own world. Come to think of it, though, the reason so my teacher kept going in and out of that room consistently. And I guess they had a TV in there. So they kept going in and watching it and and seeing what was going on and different updates. Remember some of the teachers, you know, popping their head in and saying, hey, come here, you know, and went in to tell them what's going on. But it was it was interesting, man. That was 
that's one that I, as an American, I'm proud to say we came together in, in our saddest time. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. And I have a great quote for that to, uh, to wrap it up, I guess. Go right ahead, good sir. And uh, <clears throat> today being 9-11, uh, like I said, recorded a couple of days before it will air. Um, and uh, this, what's great about this is it, it, it meant something then and uh, it means something uh, now um, when you put it in the right context. Is our, our president, George W. Bush, at the time said, a great tragedy has come to us and we are meeting it with the best that is in our country with courage and concern for others because this is America and this is who we are. That's an awesome quote. It's an awesome quote. Absolutely. Well, thanks everyone for uh, for joining us here on another episode of Rag Chew. Obviously, don't forget to go uh, follow us over on Facebook and Twitter at Rag Chew Podcast. And then don't forget to check out onceuponatea.net for any cool merchandise, towels, uh, t-shirts, anything that you can think of. Go check it out for 10% off and use promo code RAGCHU to save that money and support the podcast. Uh, so we appreciate you listening here for another episode. And uh, Howard Dean, sir, take it away. Ah!